Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, November 27th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanetti. Oh, ho, 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 Matt. Oh, wrong one. Oh, too soon. Too, too soon. soon. Okay. Yeah. And I'm Broadway star James Marino. Did not, you almost said Broadway World. I don't know what that was all about. That was kind of no, weird. No, no, I was, I was, because it says Broadway World on the script, and but that's but next to your name, not my name. Yeah, that's all right. Um, either way, James, we had the first episode of a Come From Away podcast, Welcome to the Rock, drop in this very podcast feed at noon on Tuesday. Um, I talked a little bit about it on yesterday's show, but since you're the one kind of coordinating this on our end, uh, can you just give us a little insight into how this came together, what the the rest of this is going to look like, any kind of information for people who listen to this really, really special and unique episode? Well, uh, Matt and John from Curtain Call, uh, we, we, I mean, we've been talking to them since, uh, I feel like since forever, since we were kids growing up and playing squash. Uh <laughs> I forget. So a couple of years we've been talking with them and just, you know, they've visited uh, New York and I think they actually visited Orlando, didn't they? Uh, uh, yeah, John has family in Orlando. So I uh, met up with John a few years ago, uh, just right here outside of Celebration. Yeah. And I, I've met up with them here in New York and had some lunch with them. And we were to keep on talking about, hey, we got to do something together. We got to do something together. And they had this great project uh, of the Come From Away interviews, which is a, a, uh, a I would consider it like a um, an outgrowth of the Curtain Call podcast of what they actually do for their podcast over in London. And uh, this has become a multi-part series, and and got buy-in from the producers at Curtain at, at uh, Come From Away, excuse me. And uh, and he was like, "Hey, could we uh, get it into in front of your audience?" And I said, "I was like, sure, absolutely. You guys do quality stuff, absolutely. Any any way that we can help you, we'd love to be a part of it." And uh, and I mean, blow the doors off. It was so good. I really enjoyed the first episode. I'm looking forward to the the next couple uh, that are coming up, and I have no idea when they're coming up. I have to re-coordinate with uh, the folks over in London. All right. I guess as soon as you know, we will let the uh, listeners know, but it is uh, really, really good. I listened to uh, I listened to it yesterday and uh, really, really excited to see what uh, what else happens with the rest of this series. So if you haven't checked it out, welcome to The Rock Episode 1, just one episode back in this very podcast feed. So check it out. And while you are checking things out, of course, you should always check out patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. Uh, hopefully, James, as we get through the holidays, we'll have some more stuff uh, popping up in that feed and having some more exciting things coming down the pike there as well. Yeah, and I mean, if you want to show the love for the uh, number one football team in the nation, the Ohio State University. Number one. Number one, number baby. One. Number one. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Uh, big big <laughs> weekend coming up. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. It's just I mean, another game. So, I mean, I mean, it's just another win. I mean, won 16 out of 18 against the uh, that school up north. So we're, it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. You know. Whatever. All right. So, all right, let's get up uh, and start off with some show and casting news. Yeah, James, we had a bit of a news dump on Tuesday as producers yeah. and press reps were likely getting out of town ahead of the holiday. So first up, news that we were all expecting would come beginning on January 21st. Gideon Glick will take over the role of Seymour Krellborn full time 
in the off-Broadway run of The Little Shop of Horrors, which will extend for seven weeks and will now play through March 8th at the West Side Theater. I, I, I have a feeling that that won't be the final extension. I just I, I don't have any inside information on this. I just feel like March 8th is not the end of this show. Um, but there are some rumors as to who will be taking over for as Audrey and Oren slash others that are pretty interesting and pretty cool. So we'll have to wait and see who steps into those roles as well next. Oh, let me uh, throw a little tangential news into this as well. Okay. Um, So uh, Gideon is replacing uh, Graf Sauce. Correct. And it was announced tonight that our own Michael Portantier is going to be having uh, uh, an event where um, Jonathan Graf and Michael are going to do a public interview. It's a drama, oh. a drama desk event coming up on uh, Thursday, June. Uh, excuse me, not June, but Thursday, December twelfth. Nice uh, at Ripley I thought, Greer. I thought you were going to say that Michael Portantier was going to play Oren Scrivello DDS. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> I would like that. There you go. So yeah, so the Graf Sauce um, thing with uh, the uh, the interview with Michael and Jonathan Groff over a drama uh, over a drama desk on December twelfth at Rick, Ripley Greer Studios is currently for drama desk members but may open up to the public if they can find the space so keep your ears tuned to today on broadway we'll let you know about that awesome all right well it will stick off broadway and the upcoming musical emoji land has rounded out its cast and added a few more cast members that you might know max crumb will play man in business suit levitating of course, <laughs> Jacob Dickey will play smiling face with sunglasses. Heather Macalani will will play kissy face. And of course, there will be others and they will be joining the previously announced Leslie Margarita, Lucas Steele, Josh Lehman, Anne Harada, Natalie Weiss, Georgia Budd and others. James, I, this show was super successful at Nymph last year, but the cast for this show is ridiculous for a show called Emoji Land. Really is. We were talking about it last week with uh, Ashley. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Dumb. Yeah, the show begins performances at the Duke on Forty Second Street on January 9th and is currently slated to run through March eighth. Now, moving from Forty Second to Fifty Ninth, James. Yesterday, we learned that Adam Chandler Barat will star in the world premiere of How to Load a Musket at Fifty Nine E Fifty Nine, beginning on January eleventh. This play about historical battle reenactors will run through January twenty sixth. And finally, in this section, James, we learned that Stephen Adley Gerges' Halfway Bitches Go Straight to Heaven has extended at the Atlantic and will now play one extra week, closing now on December uh, December 29th. All right. So uh, next up, we have the critics weigh in on the public theater's revival of A Bright Room Called Day. Yes, this is a a revival or even a revisal mm-hmm. of the Tony Kushner play that uh, Oscar Eustace originally directed back in 1985. That creative team has reunited at the Public Theater. Of course, Oscar Eustace is now the artistic director of the Public Theater. And it is, I guess, set in, in Germany before World War II, but there's some not time travel, but some anachronistic characters that come in, which I don't want to spoil. I got the, the rundown from our good friend, Deb Schrager and her husband, Scott, when I was in town, uh, they gave me uh, all the details. They had just seen the show. So uh, really, really fascinating, at least in concept. 
the uh, the the show is running through December fifteenth. But unfortunately, James, the reviews were not kind. Um, we're going to start with Ben Brantley of the New York Times. He said, "Quote." And while, spoilers sort of, the production concludes with a sort of call to action, no one who has sat through its nearly three hours is going to feel like leaping up and starting a revolution. By that time, bed seems far preferable to the barricades. Similarly, Helen Shaw, writing for Vulture, said, quote, Two very clever men, Eustace and Kushner, have made an artwork that talks a great deal about action, while actually imparting inertia. If we know anything about how we overcome our resting state, is that we need to change our company, to be among those who are already in movement. There's so much wonderful Kushnerian text in Bright Room that our ear and mind will be delighted. But that other part of you, the part that brandishes the sword, might slumber on. Two reviews from two very different critics, both mentioning bedtime and slumbering? Not not the type of reviews I think you would want to hear, James. No, it doesn't uh, seem like the, the that's not the goal that the uh, that the press team would have out there try to get those. Uh, no, what do you pull from that? <laughs> not not slumber. Uh, I can guarantee that part. Um, Unless you're yeah. sponsored by Purple. Yeah, for, or uh, Casper. Casper. Um, yeah, I think so much wonderful Kushnerian text is good. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, disappointing. Um, it's a show that hasn't really had a major New York revival or a revival anywhere, as far as I know, since 1985. And maybe, just maybe, there's a reason. <laughs> well, uh, one night we will not be slumbering is uh, New Year's Eve because Billy Porter is going to co-host Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve from New Orleans. Are, that, are we still calling it Dick Clark? It is. It is Dick Clark Productions, so it is yeah. still Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest 2020. It's actually the full title of this. Um, Lucy Hale, who has previously hosted the New Orleans segment of uh, the ABC broadcast, is moving up to New York to be the full-time co-host for this year with Ryan Seacrest. And that means that the Emmy, Tony, and Grammy Award-winning Billy Porter will be taking over the uh, the proceedings in the French Quarter. Um, so that will air on December 31st on ABC. Check your local listings because um, it's all sometimes it's taped, whatever. Um, but that'll be very cool. Good for Billy Porter. Always nice to see a Broadway person kind of cross over to the mainstream. And finally, James, I want to end the show with a video recommendation. It is from uh, Brian Stokes Mitchell singing. I won't send flower. I won't send roses. Not you don't send me flowers. Those are two different songs. Mm. Uh, I won't send roses uh, from Mac and Mabel. It is a new or it's a it's a, a cut from his new album plays with music um, with all due respect to Billy Preston, who originally sang that song. Stokes is better. <laughs> well, he's not Stokes. He, Billy Preston right. is Billy Preston. Yeah. He's not Stokes. And he's not much of a singer. Either, but, yeah. uh, and we're, we're going to hear Douglas Sills sing this song at encores later this year so oh uh, that's a great reference absolutely yeah, yeah. mac and mabel uh douglas sills alexandra soka so uh lots of good i won't send roses renditions but you my love for sills is well well known around these parts but i think a lot of people are going to have trouble uh surpassing stokes's version of this song moving forward and i have a little bit of a uh I don't know if it's a bone to pick or correction or something like that. You said in the previous story about Billy Porter in New Orleans, it's good to see uh, 
uh, Billy Porter uh, crossing over into the uh, what, what did you say? Said something about coming into the uh, stream or something. I don't like know. That. I mean, but, yeah, I, I mean, he's 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 a, he's a big time TV star now too. But it's just it's nice to see somebody who has their roots in theater getting some uh, some main even more mainstream uh, opportunities. Absolutely, I I totally agree with the sentiment there. But I'm thinking that. Billy's not coming over. People are Billy's dragging them back over to his side. That could be very well. Could be absolutely. <laughs> Do you uh, does the Tamanini family have any um, any uh, traditions for Thanksgiving? Uh, we don't do Thanksgiving. Um, oh. We just, I mean, we do, but a few years ago, it's just a small portion of us down here in Florida now. Um, and sometimes, sometimes uh, the parents go up to Ohio and uh, I haven't been up to Ohio in a couple of years uh, for Thanksgiving, but nobody wants to spend the time yeah. or the effort or the money to make a Thanksgiving anymore. So we just don't. Um, for a couple of years, we went to Earl of Sandwich at downtown oh, Disney. Oh. Earl's yeah, sandwich. Earl's great. They've got a nice Thanksgiving sandwich that some of the folks get in the family. This year, um, my brother is uh, uh, an event manager at a golf course. So we're actually going to go to the, his golf course um, yeah. for brunch or lunch or, I don't know, dunch. What's the between dinner and lunch? I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, uh, this Suffer. year, but it, yeah, it, it's just it's it's just not worth the effort or the money. Spend a ton of money for a meal that's done in like thirty minutes. It just doesn't seem right. So we make sure we've got the pies that everybody wants. Um, I make right. sure make sure that we've got the red lobster uh, cheddar biscuits, um, and that's all we really need. Sit around, watch football, do that, and then you know, call it a day. What about you? Uh, well, um, uh, w we spend most of our holidays with. Uh, my wife's family, um, who are just the coolest, most rocking people. I love, I'm so lucky. My wife's family is so awesome. But one of my favorite uh, holiday traditions is watching Adam Feldman make cranberries uh, for Thanksgiving. And uh, he was on Facebook Live. And if you, uh, I think that he's public on Facebook. So, uh, even if you're not friends with Adam, you should get over to uh, see his video of him making cranberries as he does every year. It's uh, it he, he you know he's Canadian. He does he's got the Canadian uh, take on it. And everything. Well, Thursday is not Canada's Thanksgiving. That's uh, a different day. I don't remember exactly when, but yeah. Uh, so he's 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 got to change things a little bit, but that's fine. Adam's great. We've loved Adam. He's been a guest on here multiple times before. So uh, I'll have to check out. I don't really like cranberries, but you know, whatevs. No, it's not about the cranberries. It's about the process. It's totally about the process. Process, not product. Pro yes, process, exactly. Not product. Yeah. Exactly. In fact, I, 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 I you know, I, I've known Adam for my goodness, twenty-five years or more. I. I don't know if he's an American citizen. I'm, I'm assuming he is, but I knew that he I, was born in Canada. Yeah, so. I, I remember that uh, that fact as well. I don't know. Yeah. All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. This will be, I think, our last episode before the holiday. So if I uh, don't talk to you online, have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for wrapping up the week with us. Can you say that? Or just yeah, wrapping up have stuff. Wednesday yeah. before. And, you know, we have a lot of international listeners, our friends in Australia, who will listen to us in just a matter of minutes here. It's mm -hmm. already Thursday there. 
Um, no, it's yeah. not. Well, eventually. It's Wednesday. Yeah. It's yeah. very confusing. It is. It's very, very confusing. Uh, and so folks around the world listening is fact our, our friends over in uh, London that come from away folks and the uh, Kurt Call folks and things like that. So they don't have the week off. But thanks for spending some of your Wednesday with us. And uh, Matt and I will be back. Well, I'll be on Sunday at this week on Broadway. And Matt and Ashley, I think, will be on Monday. But somebody will be here. We'll talk to you then. Thank you.